Hello everyone. Today I'm going to be talking about the social pressures that a lot of us feel and face when it comes to eating out and just eating in general. And I will say that as a nutrition coach, this is something I see with a lot of my clients. And I think there is a big spectrum on which people find themselves. And this can range from, for example, everyone seeing as seeing you as someone who is always really health conscious, who makes a lot of their own meals, who works out regularly. And in cases like that, then there can be judgment or commentary about your choices when it comes to eating foods that other people don't necessarily see as fitting a healthy lifestyle. And I think this can be super problematic. And then there is the other side of the spectrum where people who are not, who normally eat kind of a little bit of everything and don't often say no, decide to make some mindful and healthful changes to their eating and start to say no to participating in certain things or, you know, having less of certain things. And then they receive judgment and also unwanted commentary about their actions. And these ranges are problematic for a lot of us because I don't think we realize just how impactful the words of those around us can be. And this is definitely, I see in my client relationships and concerns they express to me on both sides and on both sides of the spectrum. And it can be simple things like, you know, it's really challenging for me to know how to handle a situation at work where say there's cake, a party, retirement, baby shower, and there is food, which, you know, I don't necessarily love, but I feel like I need to eat in order to participate. And even having a social pressure like that without anyone saying something, I think can be something that we struggle with. And this is when I have literally recorded this podcast three times and just constantly fumbled over my words because I think this is such a challenging topic that so many people deal with. And I just want to give it the credit that it deserves and speak about the different aspects because this is such a challenge. And I know that when it comes to making healthy lifestyle choices and changes, that's hard enough, especially if you have you know, those day-to-day challenges and someone else, you know, whispering in the corner of your ear, why do you need to eat that? Are you dieting? Oh, you should never do that. And all the kind of words that people put into our minds and brains that reflect more their personal needs and beliefs than anything to do with your actual well-being. And so when I see this and I see this in clients struggling at work, at home, and trying to figure out the best way to speak up and advocate for themselves against, you know, Janet at their workplace, sorry, any Janet's out there, um, who always has, you know, something to say like, Oh, really? You're having cake. I thought you're on a diet. Oh my gosh. You're doing another juice cleanse. There's always someone who's going to say something. And I truly believe when I truly believe this. And that is that people who choose not to be supportive and choose to make comments like that, that really don't bring any value to your day are reflecting more on their own lives than on your actual actions. And 
these people, I know it's easier said than done, but they don't deserve your time and they don't deserve your energy. I hope that with time, it gets easier to disregard these people's words and to at some point advocate for yourself and why you may or may not choose to do something. But I also think that when you have people in your lives like this, that perhaps is a coworker that, well, you really don't interact with outside of the workplace and you don't really interact with by choice, then there's also that question of, do they deserve your energy and explanation for why you're choosing to do something? Sure. It might be annoying as hell that they feel the need to comment on what you do, but I know a lot of us kind of have a fear of confrontation and making workplace interactions more challenging. And I mean, I have literally told clients, you know what, if that person can't stop, then what's wrong with a little white lie? What's saying, Hey, you know what? I actually had a really big lunch. I don't feel like having cake today. Oh, we're going out for dinner tonight. So I'm saving my calories for dessert. Oh, sounds really good. But I just um, have to run out and do something. I'm going to come back and get some later. It, it really doesn't matter when it comes to those individuals who have no real importance in your life. And I'm not saying they're not important as individuals, but I'm saying that like, when it comes down to it, if, if they're not someone who is involved in your life in social situations or not someone you call to when you're having a tough day, those people don't matter in the same extent as say, like your partner or someone you're living with who are present for a lot more of your life and your day. And this is why this can be a really challenging topic. And when people have struggles and one of the questions I ask clients when they first start with me is about their support system and how much do they feel supported by those in their lives. And unfortunately it's a it's a scale from one to 10. And unfortunately that number is sometimes like a two or a three. And that's something where I say, you know what, this is something you need to address as soon as possible. And it will likely be a challenging conversation and maybe something that will result in tears or an uncomfy moment. But if you don't feel supported by the important individuals in your lives, that's what can make it challenging because we really and truly take to heart the words of people in our lives that are important. And if someone you love and care about seems to be undoing your efforts and, you know, trying to maybe lead you off astray, lead you astray by, Oh, come on, let's just go out to eat. You can eat healthy tomorrow. And you're like, I'm really making an effort. I'm really trying to do something. And you're sabotaging my efforts every time by making suggestions of things that, you know, I'm really trying to cut back on. And it's not that I can't go out to eat pizza with you. I absolutely can. But it's also not something I wanted to be invited to every single day of the week because you forcing me to say no in such a way is really hard mentally and also emotionally because I feel like I'm always having to say no, which isn't a fun position to be in either. And I think this is when it can be really valuable and important to speak to those people in your lives, whether or not it's family, your mom, your grandma, aunts, dads, uncles, whoever it is. If someone constantly has an input in what you're doing, how you're eating and how you're acting, and it bothers you, then I think it's time to speak up and advocate for yourself. 
And it doesn't have to be like a big showdown where in front of everyone, but to pull that person aside and to really try to explain calmly and reasonably that, you know what, I really value your opinion and what you say. And when you say things like this, it really makes what I'm doing that much more of a struggle. And the reason I'm trying to, you know, be a little bit more mindful with my eating or eat a little bit of weight is, you know, my doctor said this is really important for my cholesterol levels because you know what? I'm trying to get in shape so I can set an example for my daughter because I'm really not feeling my best. And I would really like to work towards, you know, feeling like my best self and healthiest self. And I think while these are difficult conversations, and like I said, sometimes a little bit uncomfy to say, if you go out of your way to pull someone aside and speak to them with kindness and compassion, expressing what your needs are and why you're doing something, it can be amazing the kind of not only feedback and support you receive, but how their actions change positively moving forward. And while I think there are some people out there who are kind of just going to be assholes about these things, no matter what, it's also, I don't think you can complain about them if you haven't ever tried to change them or try to open up in such a way to let them know that what they do bothers them. If they don't know that what they're doing bothers you, it's really hard to see a change. And I think that sometimes people are just jerks and they do things because they're unhappy individuals. But sometimes I think people just don't even think too much about it. And they think they're funny. Have you ever met that person who, you know, is always telling jokes that are probably a little bit inappropriate and make you uncomfortable. And you're like, Oh, I really just don't know why he or she feels the need to do this. Like no one is laughing. And if you've ever gone out of your way to say, Hey, you know what? You're funny, but those kind of jokes aren't funny. It kind of maybe switches a light on in their head and then going, Oh, I definitely thought these were funny. I didn't realize that this was something that other people around me didn't like and enjoy. And so I think we also need to give people the benefit of the doubt when we speak up and say that, Hey, you know what, what you're saying bothers me and allow them that information so they can make a positive change and perhaps even be a positive support system and influence in your life. And I think that when it comes to figuring out what works for you, then it's also going to take time and trial and error on your part to figure out what makes you feel your best, what makes you feel like you can eat in social situations and not have to say no to everything. Because at the end of the day, your eating and working towards your goals should not end your social life. It should not be something where you feel like you have to bring all your own meals with you everywhere you go. I do understand that, you know, if you are someone who's competing or doing any kind of competition where there is an end date, yes, things tend to get a little bit more extreme, but I'm speaking to the men and women who are looking for balance to be able to enjoy a meal out, to be able to feel their best and healthiest selves. And I think there can also be a lot of guilt. And I think when it comes to social media, there has been a big change and a step away from weight loss and dieting. And while I think that is fantastic, because I think there do need to be some pushes towards our mental and physical health and not just, you know, spending all our lives trying to lose weight. I will honestly say that as a nutrition coach, 
I get hundreds of DMs and emails from people who it's not a vanity thing where you're saying, Hey, I'm really trying to lose, you know, five pounds with these love handles. It's my doctor said that I may not get to see my daughter's next birthday unless I lose some weight because I am, you know, at a point where my health has really taken a negative turn because of how I eat and how I, you know, don't exercise or, or things like, I really would like to set an example for my children because I know, you know, one of them is really struggling and I want to lead by example. And there's a lot of really positive reasons for making changes. And I think that this is something we're seeing a little bit less on social media. And I want you to know that there is no shame in trying to lose weight for these positive reasons. I mean, there is no shame in trying to lose weight if that's something that you can do mindfully with regards to your mental and physical well-being. But I think it's really important to remember that not all of us need to be trying to lose weight. And it's totally okay to be enjoying yourself, enjoying meals out and spending time with family and friends over food where there's not always going to be the healthiest options available. That's life. That's how we build memories with family and friends. And that's how we bond sometimes. And so this is why it's really important that you're able to advocate for yourself and speak up about your choices when it comes to eating out with family, with friends, with strangers, about why you are choosing to do certain things or not choosing to do certain things. And also realizing that sometimes it's not worth your time or energy to speak up and to explain to someone why you want to do something. Relationships with food always need to be prioritized first and foremost, but I think that it's really crucial to not ignore how others make you feel as well. Because I think a lot of times the words of others get stuck with us and we don't necessarily realize that we've created um, foods that are off limits or foods that we think we shouldn't eat because of the words of others. I mean, I've literally had clients tell me, no, my my aunt was someone who would say like, Oh honey, are you really going to eat that? Like, haven't you heard uh, a moment on your lips forever on your hips? And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like if you are someone who's struggling and then on the top of it, you have a loved one who's told you that or continues to tell you that that is just honestly such an extra challenge. And I try really not to get um, emotional about these the challenges that my clients face, but the reality is I, it, it frustrates me to my core when people aren't supportive within reason of how you choose to do things. And I'm not talking about like, Oh, you're, you're losing these last five pounds and you're struggling. Yes. I mean, if you can get support for that, that's great too. But I'm talking about people who are trying to make really long-term lifestyle changes so they can feel their best long-term and receiving judgment for it. But I will say that like anything can be considered normal and people are resilient and have the ability to change their minds about what they consider normal. And this can be positive in this sense. And I want to explain that. Like, for example, when I was teaching, we would always have class birthday parties. So I would have a class of 34 kids, which often meant 34 birthday parties throughout the year. And, you know, that's a couple birthday parties a month or (laughs) way more depending on the month. 
and it's a lot of cake. It's a lot of parties and it was a lot, a lot of food and a lot of things that to be perfectly honest, I just don't eat. And that's a general thing. I'm like, I don't love cupcakes. I don't really love cake. I'm like, unless it's ice cream cake, in which case I will serve myself a big piece. But, you know, I would always have to be like, oh, no, thank you. Like, oh, that's so thoughtful of you. No, thank you. And that can be a little bit tricky too. But it got to the point when I'm like, I was at my school for, I think, eight years. And parents and teachers just knew, like, Oh, Nikki doesn't really eat that stuff. But if you've got chips, she will eat those. If you have ice cream cake, she will eat those. And she will definitely eat all the fruit you bring her. Because that's just what I like to eat. Whether or not I'm eating in front of other people, I definitely felt comfortable enough to just say, hey, you know what? That's just not something I I prefer to eat. It has nothing to do with calories. It has nothing to do with anything. I just don't really enjoy it. And so I'm not going to force it down, right? I think sometimes we eat foods because we don't want to make others feel bad. But this can also be problematic because when it comes to food and eating, I think it's really important to eat meals, not just because you're hungry, but also because it's something you enjoy and you're not eating it just because you have to. And I think this brings me to like, I had a client last year and she said, Oh, you know, I would have someone at work who would always bring me a muffin. And I was like, well, that's super sweet. And she's like, yeah, but they're really big muffins. And she started bringing them every day. And I'm kind of keep taking them because I don't want to be rude, but like, what do I do? And I think that can be a tricky place to be in. And one where I'd say, Hey, you know, at, at a certain point if the muffins keep coming, a little white lie or something is going to help, right? You know, thank you so much. Oh my gosh. You're so kind and thoughtful for bringing me that muffin. And next time, you know, she comes, Oh wow. Another muffin. Thank you. I actually have half from yesterday. So I'm going to bring this one home and, you know, share it with so-and-so. And I think bringing awareness to the fact that maybe you haven't finished your other muffin can sometimes help. It might not. Sometimes you might just have to say, Oh, you know what? I love these, but, um, I can't, I'm trying to eat a little bit less muffins right now and trying to include a little bit more whatever it is in your life. And if someone's bringing you something because they love you and care about you, they're might be a little bit sad that they can't bring you that, but chances are they'll find you something more healthful that they can bring you. And they just are really trying to show their care and compassion for you. And so I think being honest and kind, but also like really expressing your gratitude can help in situations like that. But once again, everyone is different with how they deal with things and what they feel comfortable saying that it's important to assess your needs, who you're talking to and what your long-term goal is going to be. And if speaking up is going to be worthwhile. All right. I know this is kind of a podcast where I've gone on tangents here and there, but honestly, I think there are so many aspects to the social pressures of eating out and feeling like you have to eat certain things and participate in certain areas of eating and lifestyle that it can be really challenging and taking the time to reflect on what you're working towards and why you're doing certain things and speaking out for yourself if necessary is really important as is reflecting on the words of those around you and how they impact you. If someone says something and it really bothers you, and you can't stop thinking about it, 
it might be really important to internally think about why those words have impacted you so much. And if there's anything that you're willing to do about that, them or with saying to that particular individual, and whether you choose to deal with things that arise internally or externally, it is always really important to address how you're feeling and why you're feeling that. Because I think that why and knowing the underlying causes of what makes you feel a certain way is really important, right? And I hope you're all going right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm going to end here. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. I know it is a really tricky area of nutrition and health and not something that everyone talks about. But if you are struggling with these social pressures and you find yourself on this spectrum, I do want you to know that you aren't alone. And a lot of people are struggling to find their balance, advocate for themselves and speak up in such a way where they feel positive, but not, um, isolated or having to, you know, live up to these perfect standards of that. Well, I only ever eat healthy. So now I can only ever eat healthy around these people because that's how they label me. No, you are not, um, a robot. You have feelings, you have needs, you are ever changing. And what works for you today might not work for you in a year. And it's important to be able to express what it is that you need and why you're trying to accomplish certain things. All right. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit, or you can email me for one-on-one nutrition coaching at Nikki at justget.fit. Thanks guys. And have a great day.